This is Blunt with a Blunt. This is Teddy D. I'm your host. And tonight's a special night, ladies and gentlemen. It's so special because I finally got my podcast equipment finally working in full effect. No more sounding like calls. No more sounding like hearing every chip crumble, every creak in the house. Every conversation in Starbucks. Tonight is a special night because I can muffle all of that. All of it. But with that being said, tonight's episode, if you could tell by the theme song, is Disney Channel original movies. Hold the applause, please. Hold the applause. I know y'all been waiting on this. I know. The first two episodes, we were talking about what exactly did Nickelodeon mean to you as a child. Well, tonight, I want to know how many of y'all love Disney Channel movies. I remember a, 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 a vivid time, sorry. Woo, stumbled on my words there. I remember a vivid, like a vivid memory. Disney Channel used to come out with a, a new movie every month. Or at least 10 movies out of the 12 months a year. My favorite movie, though, hands down, was Motocross. Something about the girl stepping in her brother's shoes to try to win those motocross races. thought that was the coolest thing. Uh, the Other Me was really cool. Uh, where the kid was... Uh, he was a, a kind of a shitty student, and he was uh, doing a, a science fair project, and that science fair project turned into him cloning himself into being a smart, smart kid, saving him from summer school, and then he ends up finding out that, you know, he's got to keep, he's got to, you know, get this substance for his clone so his clone can remain a clone, remain a person. So this movie is this kid's trying to save his clone and then his clone's like his brother at the end of the movie. It's good stuff, man. It's my one of my favorite movies all time Disney Channel did. If you don't remember Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, that was one of my favorite ones too. Um, the crazy thing is, dog, how about Orlando... Uh, Orlando Brown. Well, isn't that his name? The dude from That's So Raven? Whew. I don't know if y'all seen what that dude looks like or what the hell's going on with that dude, but <laughs> I could spend an entire episode of Blunt with a Blunt talking about that kid. But I ain't gonna do that. I got other stuff to other stuff to worry about. But with that being said, though, welcome to Blunt with a Blunt. Let's get into this. Let's get into this heavy. So I remember the first episode, not the first episode, the first Disney Channel original movie I saw. It probably had to be uh, my date with a president's daughter. Mom's got a date with a vampire. There was that one, I think, um, with Justin Timberlake. What was it called? Um... It's called Modeled Behavior, maybe? I don't know. But I do remember that. I know Justin Timberlake was on one of those movies. 
Um, with that being said, though, Disney Channel original movies played a huge part in my childhood, too, bro. I wasn't just a Nickelodeon kid. After a certain age of Nickelodeon, I got sick and tired of uh, cartoons. Believe it or not, that happens. Like, it happens so quick. You heard a, a conversation between me and a listener earlier that it doesn't, um, like, one minute you just stop playing with toys and then you want electronics. One minute you don't want electronics, you want, you want a car. Like, it just, in a snap of a finger, you're growing up. Your your views change. Your responsibilities change. Your your tastes change on an everyday basis. I remember there was a strong period of time that I hated cinnamon. And, like, Domino's did this, like, cinnamon thing. And I used to love it. And then just overnight, out of nowhere, bam, I hated cinnamon. It, was, it made me nauseous. Like, the taste of actual cinnamon made me nauseous, but I can still eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch, just not on an everyday basis. It's weird. Like, you don't know what you like as a kid. It's almost like you want them to tell you what you like, or you want something that they tell you you can't have. But that's another topic for another day. This is Teddy D. This is Blunt with a Blunt. Episode 3, Disney Channel Original Movies. Cue the way. Let's get it. So like I was saying, tonight's episode of Blunt with a Blunt is going to be about Disney Channel original movies. And I'm going to get right into it. A lot of y'all grew up on High School Musical thinking that was the first Disney Channel original movie. And I hate to break it to you, but it's not. It's not. Disney Channel original movies hit the block around 95, 96. It's about the same time Disney Channel... Broke down their their channel into three hourly segments. Playhouse Disney, uh, regular Disney, and uh, I want to say Zoob Disney at first. So Playhouse Disney was your Roly Poly always, your Bears in the Big Blue House, the uh, PB and J Otter. Going back to the classics, bro. You know what I'm saying. Even the Wiggles for some of y'all. Some of y'all grew up on the Wiggles. My cousins did. I'll let the Wiggles be an OG because they were killing it. Um, with that being said, back on tonight's topic, Disney Channel original movies. Uh, Disney Channel is the birth of the biggest stars today, you can think. But also, in my mind, as a kid, as a child, I feel like if you got your breakthrough on Disney Channel, you low-key cursed for your entertainment career. If you think about it, there's only a hand a handful. Sorry. <laughs> there's a handful of Disney Channel stars that actually broke through the screen past the Disney Channel world. Liz McGuire, Hilary Duff, whatever you want to call her, was one of them. Shia LaBeouf was one of them. I, did, I didn't think he would. But once I saw that movie Disturbia he came in, or that he was in, sorry, not came in, 
He killed it. Uh, the Holes, that was a Disney movie, but like he didn't he didn't look like even Stevens to me. Disney Channel Disney Channel movies, man, they play a huge part in people's childhood, bro. Eddie's million dollar cook off, the fact that that kid who was a boy, he wanted to cook. I was like, man, that was about the same time I got into middle school or just, you know, was picking electives in middle school. I was like, shit, I'm going to do home economics. Unless someone talks shit to me, I'll beat them up. You know, legit, I swear to God, I think home, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, I think I chose home economics. You know, come at me what you will, say what you want. But I think I chose home ec and the cook because of that movie. The Cheetah Girls, I thought they were going to be legit. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I thought that was more than a movie. I thought Disney Channel just made this hellacious Supergirl group, and they about to go on tour. Well, Raven Simone said, nah, uh not so fast. Raven Simone broke out on the shell on her own. That's a whole other conversation in its own, too. Um. But a lot of people just couldn't break through that Disney glass ceiling. Um, let's think. Uh, well, some more, bro. You know, like Christy Carlson Romano, the sister of Even Stevens. Even Stevens. I thought she was going to be a big star. She was alright. She did more voice acting. She's another YouTube actor now. You know what I'm saying, like. I saw so many stars and so many kids on Disney Channel that I for sure thought was going to be the next round of Hollywood. I was like, damn, I, you know, these kids right before social media hit, I was like, man, I, I wish I could be these kids. Get on Instagram. A lot of these kids are no different than me and you. Legit. Like, I've watched... Numerous podcasts recently, within the last year, of just Disney Channel stars talking about their their experiences and you know their harsh um, their harsh truths. You know they just can never break through. Like only certain few of them could get through the Disney the Disney Channel ceiling. But on tonight's topic, Disney Channel original movies, hands down, man, I own this DVD. Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2. Probably the best Disney Channel original movies of all time. Definitely one of my favorite Halloween movies. I remember me and my fiance two years ago. Um, I think we paid like an extra $12 for the DVD just so we could pay for like, we didn't have to wait three days for it to come in the mail. We went to like Best Buy or something, found it. I said, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. I want to watch it tonight. I don't want to wait three days to save $10. We got it. Let's get it. So now every year, every October, we go to Scarewinds and we watch Halloween Town. And still to this day, I get the like the gooey feeling of watching Halloween Halloween Town. Like there's there's it's almost like Christmas time when you watch the Santa Claus. America has ruined Rudolph. Like we we don't get that gooey feeling anymore. Three years ago, try to ban Rudolph on TV. 
We don't like it no more. But Halloween Town, Santa Claus, dare you to try to ban it. We'll ban you. You're banned from America. Hands down. I'm going to get a couple callers in here in a little second. And I want to see what your favorite Disney Channel movie was. Talk to me a little bit. Let them know. Let them know. Let me know why that's your favorite channel. Let me know why that's your favorite movie. Let me know why that's your favorite actor. Let me know why. Why did these movies burn an image in your head so just so vividly? This is Teddy D. Blunt with a Blunt, episode three. I'll be back with you in a second. Like I said, tonight's episode's about the Disney Channel original movies. And I'm here to see which one was your favorite. Which one burned an image in your head? Which one do you miss and love dearly to your heart? Let's know. Let's get it. Go. Caller number one, you on the air. What's your name and where are you from? from Columbia, South Carolina. And my favorite movie is The 13th Year. Oh, nice. Why do you like the 13th year so uh, so much, Lexi? Just because it talks about mermaids and everything. Oh, you're a mermaid lover, I see, huh? Oh, yeah. I'd support it. Hey, what other movie did you like? What was a good movie uh, Disney Channel put out for you? Um, Smart House. Hey, isn't it crazy if you think about it? If you... Right, like if you think about it, that movie came out in 1998, so probably about the same year you were bored, yeah, like about that same time, maybe 99, so if you think about it, that house was pretty smart, like all the stuff it can do, besides the projection stuff, you know what I'm saying, like it was, it's almost right there with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, that's why it's like, what? Yeah, right, it's crazy as hell to think about, I bet it's crazy to think it came out 20 years ago though, didn't it? Yep, I remember that. Crazy thing is, I remember that movie too well. I'm old. Shit. But <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling in on Blunt with a Blunt podcast, Lexi. Thank you for giving me your uh, your favorite movie. Caller number two, Blunt. you're on the air. Blunt with a Blunt. What's your name? Where you from? I'm doing good, Cole. Thanks for calling in. So today's topic, Cole, is Disney Channel original movies. I know you have a little special place in your heart for Disney Channel original movies. Please tell me. You were a Disney. Since childhood, day one. Oh, my God. Tell me which one was your favorite. Or You know what? Better yet, this is such a hard topic to really give me your favorite. Give me your top five. We got all day. There's so many. Okay, so you got like you got like the Xenon movies. Ooh. Okay, then you got the other stuff like Johnny Tsunami. Yes, yes. Um, Killing Nick. Um, you got um, the 13th year. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween was the best time for Disney Channel, though. Every year you knew they was about to come out with a um, Halloween movie. So you got the things like Twitches and Halloween Town. Like, 
Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna pause you right there on the Halloween Town because that you already hit my number one favorite. I already brought that up earlier today, and I said, still to this day, me being almost thirty years old, watching Halloween Town, it's something about that nostalgia feeling. Like it, it's almost like it's the same feeling I got when I first watched the show. Do you feel like? Do you feel the same way though? Like, do you still get that like special feeling when you watch Halloween Town? And, but it always will take you back to that original feeling of how good it felt. Yeah. And so that is, that just speaks to its quality. That was, that was beautifully spoken too. Like, I'm glad that was beautifully said. Like, I'm not even going to lie on that one. Um, so like my, one of my all time favorite ones, this is, was a topic of discussion too, with my last caller was smart house. Like, isn't it crazy that almost 20 years now, like that, that movie came out in 99 Cole, believe it or not. So, so that movie came out 21 years ago. Isn't it crazy to think how like advanced that house really was? But really, it's not. Other than the projections and the self-like vacuum, that shit was pretty on point. Like, wouldn't you agree? I mean, you're right. You're right. The idea was there, but let me also just interject and say we old. Damn! Don't fucking don't let the don't let the the, the millennials know that one. I'm just kidding. Like, that's fine. I'm glad I'm glad we're old though. Like because we we've got to experience technology at its finest. You know what I'm saying? Like we've got the every single thing. You remember the little um the gate was it the gateway computers or the Apple computers that were they were actually in Xenon and they were like different colors. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little the little laptops that were like bright purple and turquoise and all that shit. Like, that was the coolest thing in the 90s. Or not in the 90s, the early 2000s was the bright colored laptops and computers. Before that was the big bulky tan computers with the big old keyboards. And I mean, some of us grew up with rotary phones still in the house. I had one to this day. Like, my grandma has one just for decoration on the wall. And it's the best thing I've seen in years. But we, also, we also got to grow up watching movies like Cadet Kelly and... Uh, Rip Girls and I mean all these cool movies that they don't even play no they don't my favorite one was Brink like in the early like uh, in the early D, like DCOM days like so let's say before 2000 you're still there right Cole okay. yeah Brink is one of my all time favorites cause it also had the Black Power Ranger in that movie and I that was that's where it hit me um but no Brink is Brink was a really cool story that mixed in a lot of different uh, like themes and like like all kinds of things with one of the coolest sports ever. Absolutely, Team Puffin Suds, man. Like who doesn't remember <laughs> that, bro? <laughs> no, Cadet Kelly was cool, man. I was I like Hillary Duff had a special place in my heart. That was my first celebrity crush, and uh, I I had a caller uh on my first episode and we got on the Lizzie McGuire movie and I, and I was like, yo, speaking of that, I've never told anybody this story. That was the, the, the year that movie came out was about the same year I started touching myself. And I was like, my little, I, I said, I said my older brother walked in on me slapping the hands to the Lizzie McGuire movie. And I'm not even ashamed to this day. Which part, which part was it though? 
Um, I think she was definitely in the room singing in a hairbrush. I didn't care. Like I said, 12-year-old me was just looking at Lizzie McGuire. So. <laughs> What was her damn CD called? Metamorphosis or something like that? Hey, look, hey, I got a good memory, bro. Some, yeah, I used to, um, man, call me a girl. I don't care, but I used to buy these little magazines. What do they call like M Magazine or something? You remember I'm talking about? Like they always had like, I'm not a girl. No, it's not like I said 16 magazine, you know. But this shit, I was like 12, 13-year-old me. Like, I just wanted, like, everything. I don't know. Like, I, I saw myself being a Disney Channel star at one point. But oh, yes. then I realized I was the only person that saw that star. <laughs> I, never, I, I never went past high school plays, bro. So... <laughs> But uh, what's another one? Like, so we went to Johnny Tsunami. What's uh, what's another couple favorites of yours, if you don't mind me, Cole? I remember uh, I do. That was the one that, like, they created, like, their own, like, girl, right? And they, she was, like, a singer or something like that. Like, it had Phil of the Future or something on. What, what, isn't it? Yeah. He didn't play Phil of the Future, but I know he was on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. I feel like that movie could have been a branch off the Xenon. You know what I'm saying? Like, just how, like, just how weird the like fucking costumes they would wear. And then, um, speaking of Xenon, isn't it weird that that girl that would play Xenon, like, she wouldn't like, she she wouldn't play Days of Our Lives for like years. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you agreed on this though, man. I always, um, I always figured, like, if you were a star on Disney Channel, I feel like that was a curse for your acting career in the future. Do you like? I feel like those kids just could not break that Disney glass ceiling. Like they couldn't get past that part. Only a certain few. And like, if you, if you were on a TV show and a Disney Channel movie, you were double cursed. Most kids in that era, though, too, like, they had, even when they were 30, 30 plus years old, they had a hard time escaping roles that were out of high school. Like, nowadays, I feel like it's not as, like, hard to play roles in Hollywood that aren't, like, high school characters in, like, some little cheesy teenage heartthrob movie. But, um, also, acting's a different world now. Like, to the actors that have made it, like, they are made it. They have made it. 
there is the net like there's the Netflix world, and then there's the like the Hollywood world. So like now Hollywood thinks they like the shit because they're not on Netflix. And then you got someone like Adam Sandler that wears like long ass shirts and uh, gym shorts anyway, and does not give a shit what you think. And he's rich as fuck. And he's like whatever. It's because nobody takes their time and effort to make a show or make anything. That's why everything's a reincarnation. Don't do it. Or like, there's why remake something that is beautiful? Like, you can copy something that is a that's that's a difference. And that's what the fucking new Lion King was. It was a carbon copy of the animated one. So why why go through this trouble and modernize it to something like when I saw that thing, luckily me and my fiance did not pay to go see that movie. Like we won tickets to go to a movie and I was like, "All right, that was cool, but I was still We did not watch it the night before. But I also told my kid that, um, not my kid, sorry. (laughs) I also said, like, I would still show my child, um, I would still show my child the animated, um, the animated version of it, like, first. Yeah, like, I mean, and honestly, Seth Rogen and the, the other dude was probably the best part about that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's another one? So we just talked about uh, Pixel Perfect. Man, you're my you're you're my ba- you're my favorite interviewer. I'm I'm you know you're Disney. That's what I like. The last one, give me a couple of facts. Go, ha ha ha! Oh my God, I'm so old. Like, bitch, no, you ain't. Ten years ago, ain't that damn long. Come on now, I'm almost thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. We got our first birthday on Blunt with a Blunt, guys. What is up? Happy birthday, Cole. God. Damn, I didn't know you, uh, you're two months older than me. Shit. (laughs) That's all right. What sucks is I probably have more gray than you. Like, your ass still looks like you're 22. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. I've I've recently have uh fucked my facial hair up, so I've been baby facing it, and it's been pretty, pretty um, pretty hard. So what? What that I'm baby facing it, dude? I haven't had this least like facial hair on my face since I was in middle school. That's a fact. And even middle school, I had more facial hair. I had the little Mexican stash at least, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, you remember Motocross, uh, Cole? Like, do you remember that movie? Yeah, that was my favorite one, too. I put that on, on here earlier. I said, man, like, something about that girl, like, filling in for her brother, like, you know, like it'll just, like, show you woman power. Like, if Hillary Clinton was a motocross driver, that would it. <laughs> yes, bro, I'm telling you. Same haircut and all. She don't even need a helmet. Just, right? <laughs> Who would win, that girl from motocross or uh, <laughs> Reggie Rocket? Which one? Who would win? Curveball, right? That's a good one, right? I don't know. I think our girl might take that. I'm going to say Auto Rocket just because she's so damn good. Not Auto, but Reggie Rocket. Sorry. She's so damn good at everything. She's so damn good. That would be a toughie. All right. In a, in a motocross race, we're going to go with um, Andy Carson. Andrea Carson, for sure. All right. But if they're going to play hockey out in the basketball court or they're going to skateboard, I got Reggie Rocket all day. Right on track. Was that the girl that had Seventh Heaven in it? Yes. Yeah, that was right. Damn. It's nice to see somebody else knows their damn Disney Channel history, yo. I'm sitting here naming all these actors and on other people, and there's like, rah, 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 rah. and I was like, no, Charlie Brown and Disney Channel's not on the same channel. I just feel like if you didn't, if you didn't sit in front of your TV at eight o'clock Monday through Friday as a child, I don't trust you. Mm-mm. I can't. I will say this. I um, Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff made me tell. That one made me take my home ec class at White Knoll. I promise you. I wish we had one. We didn't have one where I went to school. What, BC? Y'all don't have one? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but once, like, the first day we had to sew, I was like, man, what the fuck? I ain't trying to... Oh, damn. So I can sew my button back on my pants. I will say that. You know, I'm glad I did take that. I, I'm I got I'm gonna let my assistant do that one. I think I've graduated the uh, the, the the button one. <laughs> I support it, bro. But no, um, there was another uh, twice uh, twice the night was a good Christmas movie, but it wasn't my favorite one. The ultimate Christmas present was by far my favorite my favorite one. You know what I'm saying? Say what? Yeah, young Brenda Song, 13-year-old Brenda Song, way before Wendy Wu, Homecoming, whatever that girl's name was. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, right, like, Brenda. You know the crazy thing is, though? She has not changed. Like, the only thing is, is her voice has got, like, a little raspier, and, like, the little, (laughs) gets a little shorter. You know what I'm saying? Like, she does this little thing with her voice. She's like, well, I've been You know, like, so as the older she gets, her face gets a little mature. Her voice gets a little deeper. But she, at the end of the day, acts the same. It's so crazy. Which movie is that? 
the you know the only thing I hated about that movie was like I was watching that TV show you at the same exact time. So and it seemed almost identical. Such a good show. Right. Like I'm I'll do a whole different podcast on that. Like me and my fiance love you. Like I might have to rewatch it again just so we can have a proper proper Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, did you watch Tiger King, Cole? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Carol Baskins. <laughs> Hello, all my cute cats and kittens. <laughs> what, what did she say? <laughs> Man, like, I feel like that dude really was that stupid or just fucked up on meth. He really did try to pay someone $5,000 to go kill Carol Baskins. I don't doubt any of it. I think it's all true. And, you know, he has a, from jail right now, he has uh, lawsuits out for hundreds of millions of dollars right now to those good guys for compensation. That's crazy. Did you see where Donald Trump was about to uh, do a, uh, a fucking, what's that shit called? Where you start a uh, page and, damn, what's that shit? A kickstart or whatever? Do you see where somebody got a kickstart out for Joe Exotic and uh, Trump was thinking about approving it until the uh, the little, until all the charges with the animals happened? Yeah. Uh, maybe that was just fake news what I read, but I read multiple posts, though, that Trump was a full supporter of Joe Exotic, but I don't know how true that is. A felony. Thank God. That's yeah. a that's a whole different. That's a whole. So what? I know we are off topic. Hey, but this is good. I like this. This is. I have ADD listeners. You understand? Like, they don't just want to hear one thing. They they do, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, we always. This is how great conversations go. And the glad th- great thing about this is nobody's stuttering on their damn words, and my two dogs are acting like crackheads. Hey, stop! I'm not cutting that out either, so. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, another one. Give me another good movie, man. Okay. What was that one about? Yeah. Shia really killed that. 
was and that was a Disney Channel original movie too. Yeah, yeah, I saw it on Disney Plus last night, but I didn't know what it was, and like I was like, dude, why have I never heard of this movie? Because I was gonna watch Quintuplets because I thought that movie was so cool, right? Like this girl goes from being the only child to being the oldest of four, you know? You know what I'm saying? That's so cool. Yeah, we got to. That's a good one. Um, but no, yeah, I'm glad you told me about this movie because I love Shia. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll definitely, I'll do that. What's another one for you? You had another one at the top of your tongue. What were you about to say? Get a clue. I do remember that one. I tried to watch that one the other day, to be honest with you, Cole, and that's one of those ones that just hasn't aged well with me. Um, uh, like Lindsay is just she she looks too pure in that movie, and we all know what ends up happening a couple years later. Um, I'm I I got a feeling there's a reason I haven't heard it, but I will after this uh, phone conversation. I'll definitely go see her trying to resurrect her career. Didn't she open a bunch of like clubs or something and have an MTV show? How'd that do? I don't think it worked out too well. Good lord, Lindsay. Just like, just be regular, bro. It's okay. You should have just ducked off after fully, like, fully loaded, Herbie. You should have just. Or Freaky Friday. Like, if you would have rode into the sunset, like, on Freaky Friday, you would have been one of the best child actors over Macaulay Culkin. Maybe. Yeah, you could have just not fucked a bunch of Hollywood dudes. Well, you, you could just, all right. I, that's not. That's another one. I don't want Lindsay to hear this. And <laughs> I mean, not saying I had a shot with Lindsay anyway, because I'm a perfectly married man, almost. Um, but but still, she's just too sloppy for me. Like It's almost like... Who would you rather sleep with, Lindsay Lohan or Cardi B? Uh, God, I don't know. Uh, no, because they're both gross in their each way. And you know who's grosser? If you put a three-way tie, put Kesha, because Kesha just looks like the girl would have a gangbang at a high school party. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna hit the city. I ain't going back. Yeah, and that's not happening. She should have been a Disney Channel star. Her career fucking felt like one. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say Cowbells, right? Oh, that one, too. That one, but Buffalo Dreams was good. Um, man, you know my date with the president's daughter was good. Don't even play. Bruh, I used to love that movie. <laughs> right, bro, because, like, I, me and my fiancé are a good um, five, six years apart. So she's 21. I'll be 28 this year. She'll be 22 this year. So we're good six years apart. My bad. Mass off. I'm from South Carolina. Um, back in the ranch. So I tried to get her um, in the Boy Meets World. And she liked it. And she was like, I don't remember this show too much. Blah, 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 blah. I said, how do you not remember this show? Like, 
This was my my like childhood watching Corey Topanga be together forever, and like goals. squat goals. And then they came back with a show that could have been better, but it could have been better. You're right. It could have been better. Um, the, the it, I'll say this: it was better than the that So Raven spinoff, and that's 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 all I'll say. That's a Raven? Yes. No, you had a terrible show. No, it wasn't even that good. I liked it because it captured, like, multi-races. Like, I didn't realize how many white people really liked Disney Channel or how many, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was always one or two, like, like coming from the hood a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like, 100%, like, charge me $30 a gram white, white. You know what I'm saying? Like... Um, coming from a little bit of the rough side of the edge, um, like most, um, most of my black friends like the Goofy movie, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a, uh, a, a, a that was a gangster movie, not a gangster movie. That was a gangster Disney movie to do. You know what I'm saying? That was, uh, <laughs> like everybody loved extremely goofy movie. That was their favorite one. So. Whenever that So Raven and the Proud family came out, that was one of those things I was like, damn, you know, like, this. Yeah, well, I mean, I also didn't realize how diverse, like, the world was, too, in the 2000s, or, like, how hard it was to really be a minority. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also, I, all I cared about was Dunkaroos and fucking. <laughs> Uh, rug rats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just. We did. Like, if you didn't have a Tamagotchi, you didn't have live life. Am I right? Did you have a Tamagotchi? You know I did. It died like immediately, but I had one. Yeah, I killed him pretty often too. But I quickly figured it was a reset button. You just had to press it a couple times. But, um, <laughs> yo, do you remember when Disney Channel called it Zoog Disney? Like, the little, you remember that, too? All right, so right when, um, Disney Channel came out, not Disney Channel came out, but, like, right when the Lizzie McGuire movie, or show came out, uh, ZoogDisney.com had a bunch of games on there, and one of the games was, like, you try to see how many, like, what kind of outfit you would put Lizzie McGuire in. I don't know why. Yes, I did. Like, I don't know why little eight-year-old, nine-year-old me was sitting there dressing Lizzie McGuire up and then like, oh, my God, I hope she picks my uh, my outfit and shows the world on TV. <laughs> right. No, but I will say my favorite show they had was The Jersey. Do you remember that show? The Jersey. Yes. I like I don't know how much of a sports fan you are, but the show was about this uh kid, his grandpa dies, um and his grandpa gives him his old high school football jersey. Well, this kid 
and his friends had the thing called the Monday Night Football Club. And every Monday night, they watched the football, uh, the Monday Night Football game at their friend's house. Well, the thing about this high school jersey, it has powers. They put the jersey on, wham, it throws their ass right in the middle of whatever game or whatever, like, page of a magazine. I know you remember this show. It was a Disney show. No, I'm not. Like, I swear to God, get off. When we get off here, go go to YouTube and search the Jersey Disney Channel. And it's a TV show in the early 2000s because it came on around the same time as the famous Jet Jackson. Yeah. The first episode, January 1999. That's probably why you don't care for it, Cole, because I know you're that age, but... He's your age. I know he's my age, but, like, I got turned on... I first got cable television in 1998-1999. So, but I didn't start developing, like, a love and a care and love, like, a channel until 2001. That was about the time I had my own independence of what I really cared for. So, um, I got introduced, I got entered, I got introduced to a lot of the Disney shit, like three years after it came out. Like my date with the president's daughter came out in 1997. That's old. It's old. Yeah, it's old. And it's crazy. I know this. I don't have IMDB right in front of me. No, I just know. Because I press info on the cable box often to see, oh, what year did this come out? Who's in this movie? My favorite game is connect an actor to a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's that dude from such and such. Like, whenever you watch a movie, you know what I'm saying? That's, like, my favorite thing to do right off bat. So, um, there's another one. I want to do my one of my favorite, like, inspirational Disney movies. Like, you like True Confessions? I like going to the mat. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that had uh, the Matthew Lawrence. Yeah, bro. So, like... The one they like, there's this type of movies they, they tackle, they tackle a disorder or a disability. They do them so good, like so good to the fact like you almost don't feel bad for him and you want to beat his ass at the end of the competition, and then you're like, oh shit, he's got a small hand. Uh, <laughs> that's like, yeah, right? Like they they tackle it so well. They're like, oh, this kid's fast as shit. Oh, but he has a size 12 and a size 8, you know, like, and they make a movie about it. But, you know, right there at the last bit of the movie, you completely forget that he has a size 12 and a size 8. So. No, I did like those movies. I like, there was very little ones that I didn't care for. You know what I'm saying? It got. It got until I got like a little older where you just stopped watching Disney Channel and started watching uh, MTV all the time because Disney didn't have anything that entertained you. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I'm a little embarrassed to admit it, but I will say it anyways. Um, I probably watched Disney Channel way too long. Um, I watched it, like, I kept up with it until probably like freshman year of college. I, I can say the same here. Like, dude, after that first Camp Rock movie, I thought it went to complete shit. Oh, yeah. They, they complete, well, I do have to say Lemonade Mouth 
came out after Camp Rock. Yeah. It even came out after the second Camp Rock. Yeah. They redeemed the hell out of themselves with Lemonade Mouth. If you have not seen that movie, Bridget Mendler is the main character, and the music in that movie is phenomenal. Yeah. I also heard The Descendants is a pretty good one. Like, they keep tackling it over and over again. Um, just because of the backstory alone, I heard it's pretty good. Um, but I will say this, like my 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 view and demographic has definitely changed. Like it, I like some of the stuff I loved. It, I could see um, why it's so cringy or so hard to watch. Like I have a ten year old brother, and I try to get him to watch some of the cartoons and shit. He's like, "Man, this is boring. Let's play TikTok." And I'm just like, "Boy, if you only knew, man." Like, yeah, that's I'm showing my age. Told you. But yeah, man, like we had it, we had it really good, like really good as a child. Let me ask you this. Did you, you and your family go on vacations a lot as as a child? Yeah, we went to, we went to the beach every year and sometimes we went like somewhere else too, like Gatlinburg. Did you go to Disney World and uh, Universal like as a young kid? Did you ever go to the Nickelodeon Studios like when you were a kid? Like, was that still a thing at Universal? I think so. Yeah, man. I mean, like, you, you. I haven't got a guest on here yet to like to be able to share those experiences with me. So, like, that's why I'm like, I want to ask these questions. Um, yeah, man. I uh, I miss the dis like the Nickelodeon Studios like. I don't know if you remember like all that and stuff, but they had the little universal like globe and the little like fountain of slime like in the Nickelodeon building at Universal Studios. Do you remember that? Yes. All right, so uh, I got a little fun fact for you. Did you know in uh, the first, in it was nineteen nine, it was either June of nineteen ninety or June of ninety one. Did you know that uh, Nickelodeon buried a time capsule there? Yeah, so, like, it's scheduled to open. It's already been moved three times because, you know, Nickelodeon's corporate. So, um, but it's scheduled to open in 2042, which is crazy, man. It's, like, it's not that far. It's 22 years. Yeah. They buried it in 1991. No, if it's in 2042, they buried it in 92. But there's, like, some old-school, like, Game Boys in there. There's, like, a press pass from, like, the Nickelodeon Studios. Like, man, I feel like the death of Nickelodeon died, like, after they left Universal Studios. That's just me, though. I mean, we also just kind of, all of those big transitions for that company happened as we grew up and kind of naturally moved out of it anyway. Mm-hmm. They prefer YouTube. That's the thing. And, like, Disney and Nickelodeon don't really attack their YouTube channel. All they do is a bunch of rewinds. That's what I like about it. But for the new kids, you know, new kids are watching uh, Logan Paul, Jake Paul. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of that, whatever happened to the Paul brother? Why did he get fired from Disney? Who, who are you talking about? Um, one of the Paul brothers... 
was a, a Disney star. He got fired from Disney like three or four years ago. Yeah, like he's the he's the youngest one. So it's Jake Paul. What's the other one? Uh, Jake and what's the other one, babe? Logan. Which one's young? Jake? Jake is the Jake is the youngest one, right? Yeah, he's the one that I like. You can look at him. You can tell you want to just like punch him in the face. But like his brother, like he's done a bunch of stupid shit. And uh, I'm glad I brought this dude up because I remember the day we went to uh, Carowinds. This dude was acting a fucking fool and was getting on damn golf carts and beeping the horn and driving super fast and acting super annoying when he came to Carowinds, bro. So I, maybe I just got a, a strong, like, hate for the kid because I'm like, man, you got all this millions of dollars. And I understand you need views, but, but like... I don't have health insurance, and you about ran me over with your golf cart. I like, if I would have known he was the one driving that thing, I would have jumped right in front of it. No fucks given. Yeah. Like me and Natalie both were. Like, well, we get season passes, and like, I thought it was bullshit. Then I get on Facebook, and it was like. Paul brother goes to a local uh, amusement park, Carowinds, and gets kicked out. And I was like, I, I don't think he really got kicked out. I think he just wanted to look like he got kicked out because that was about the time he was like, you know, trying to fuck shit up everywhere he went. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's how I felt that. But yeah, that's my. That might just be why I don't like him. You know, dude, just uh. About hit me with your golf cart, no reason. Just no fucks given. <laughs> Not even a little bit. But I, we'll, I'm gonna talk about one or two more things real quick before we uh, we wrap it up. Um, man, do you remember the episode of Liz McGuire with Aaron Carter being on it? Yes. I was so jealous of Aaron Carter. I'm not even lying, bro. Like, Frankie Muniz? Yeah, um, little bastard. Oh, you talking about that Chad Michael Murray dude? No, he was on uh, like One Tree Hill too, right? Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, but we're not talking about the same person. Okay. No, we probably. Your voice. And then he was in um, What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes. Yeah, yeah, he was. With Amanda and Hillary, and I was so upset when I was a kid. I am too. Who was better, Hillary Duff or Amanda Bynes? Which one? It's a hard question. Who was a, just a better, uh, who was a better, who would have had a better career if they didn't make a mistake or just give up? I don't know. Hillary or Amanda. I think Amanda Bonds was funny and Hillary Duff wasn't. Yeah, 
she did. If I'll say this, if Hillary didn't have kids so early, it'd be a different type of fight. But also, if Amanda Bonds didn't admit uh, if uh, Drake would um, murder her fucking pussy all over Twitter, it'll probably be a different story too. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, yeah. You don't remember that? That's what that that's how Amanda Bonds like uh her damn world got turned upside down was because of Twitter. Hands down. You just made a mistake six months ago. I'm just kidding. It's not that bad now. I was a I was a tweeter at one point. I was a tweeter whenever you just went Going to the mall to see my two friends. Haven't seen them in 10 minutes. What up? Hashtag come see me. What up? Like, right? Now you just. Now, that back then it wasn't completely frowned upon to send a dick pic. I don't know. I asked a couple sexual harassment charges. I got, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding, folks, that the two people listening to the podcast right now. So that two people being me. I count as two people. Yeah, yeah, because I'm over 200 pounds. Um, I did say the Cheetah Girls earlier, bro. You didn't catch it. I said, like, man... How did Cheetah Girls like not become a super group? Maybe that was before you. Yeah, like so I was more under the impression how the hell did the Cheetah Girls not become high school musical? Like the Cheetah Girls were before high school musical, bro. Like the music on high school musical first one and the music the music on Cheetah Girls. Like the the quality, the sound, every song was just as good, you know, as the other one. You know what I'm saying? Like, High School Musical blew the fuck up. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Cheetah Girls blew up, but it was almost like it was three years, uh, three years early. You know what I'm saying? Because Raven Simone, it wasn't the original cast of the each each way around. That's why I can tell you that now. Raven Simone wanted to be the number one person, and then I don't know. Basically, I don't think she was on the the second one or the third one. She wasn't on one of the la- one. She either wasn't on the last two sequels or the the last sequel. I can't remember. Just number three was what she was missing from. Okay. I can't say no. High School Musical 2 was such a good soundtrack. And I was well past the Disney Channel age. That is the number one movie in Disney Channel history. Really? That soundtrack, still to this day, like, until The Greatest Showman came out, that was the best damn little soundtrack from a musical ever. Best damn little soundtrack. I like it. Yes, bro. This is the best damn podcast ever, and this is Disney Channel. It always has a place in our heart. 
But no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um. Oh, absolutely. I might even put one on in your memory tonight on damn Disney Plus. I did like The Luck of the Irish, though. That was a good one. Yeah, and I was surprised he didn't get a TV show. I guess after that, he was just, like, too old and didn't want to. Because after The Luck of the Irish, I don't remember him until the Final Destination movie. You know what I'm saying? No, I was about to say, I don't even I remember that movie. It was Ryan Merriman and Misha Barton way before the OC. And she went, Misha Barton went to, I believe it was Hawaii, don't quote me. She went somewhere where I believe it was her grandfather was living. And he, she finds out that he was passing away of cancer, I believe it was. Yeah. I don't remember that one. Oh, I didn't talk about this one with you, though. The Other Me was one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah, another, um... Lawrence movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, that one, for some reason, I was like, man, I know we can clone ourselves. I know there's a clone of me somewhere. Like, just because of that movie, like, dude, like, I don't know. That movie, that movie was good. Just like... So what? I mean, it might not be that bad. Shit, if I had two me's, this podcast would be a lot easier. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> but this has been the better one, yo. I would like you. You've, you've got the Golden Spatula Award. You're the only guest to make it surpass 30 minutes without making a uh or a the or a or a. So. <laughs> You give me a good debate, man. I've definitely, I got definitely got to bring you back on more topics, man. So it's uh, yeah, bro. Like you, you don't, you don't got a lot of people that like to touch down on their nostalgia. To be honest with you, it's like people are too afraid to show that they're uh, like they're not an adult. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, um, like not like why you used to watch this show, but like, why did this show bring you happiness? Like there's certain smells, you know what I'm saying? That I can, um, there's certain smells out there, bro. Like that will make me remind me of a time. So, but Cole, we're going to say good night tonight. This is Blunt with a Blunt with Teddy D. Thank you for calling. Thank you for sharing your love and your support of original uh, Disney Channel original movies, man. You definitely made this podcast special. We're going to sign off for tonight, bud, and uh, definitely keep listening, man. No problem, man. You have a lovely night. All right, Cole? Y'all too. All right, bud.